welcome to the Fantasy Rewind Podcast. I'm your co-host, Dylan Stoll, and I'm joined as always by my friend, Michael Whifford. Hey! And today, we're going to be diving in and talking about the Wheel of Time Season 2 trailer that just dropped mm-hmm. this past week here. I know, I'm pretty excited to talk about this. Mike, how are you yeah. feeling? Let's 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 get into it, man. All right, but before we it. do, I'm going to give out the typical reminders here. If you want to get in contact with the show, you could get at us on Instagram, which is at Fantasy Rewind Pod. On Twitter, or X as it's called now, we are at Fantasy Rewind. And then you could just send us an email if you'd like as well, which is fantasyrewindpod at gmail.com. All right, without any farther delay, let's dive into the rewind. Fantasy Rewind. All right, Dylan. Overall thoughts on the trailer. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? I'm pumped. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. it looked freaking awesome. Uh, I'm As much as we crap on season one of Wheel of Time, this trailer looks so much better Hi. in so many ways, and I'm, I'm totally hyped. <laughs> yeah, I think just how they're showing the power is so cool. Love it. Yes. Love the weaves. I think that's so great. Man, and I mean, we obviously we're going to jump in here and talk about a lot of the things that stood out to us from it, but ah, I just visually, it's just visually, it's stunning. stunning. It's absolutely stunning. And I got goosebumps and I feel like I'm falling for a trap again. I feel like Admiral Akbar over here. Just it's a trap. And I know I'm going to fall for it still because I am excited. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, as long hopefully it, it seems like they're. Let's hop into what we noticed from the trailer. Yeah, then. yeah. Story-wise, it seems like they're definitely doing the whole following Rand to Tear thing. Yep. Now, with Perrin, obviously, in chase mode, and Moraine and Lan as well. Don't know if they're together or not. Avienda made an appearance in this trailer as well. I think what's intriguing, though, is that Rand does go to Tarvalon. It does look like he goes to Tarvalon. I refuse Tarvalon, to call it Tarvalon. Yeah. But yes, he did. It, it at least looked like he was in Tarvalon. The other thing I want to keep in mind, though, is that in season one, we saw that Moraine and the Amarlin Sea, Swan, had a little like dream Tarangrial they could use to go and visit each other. So I'm wondering yeah. if Rand is actually in Tarvalon or if he is using Moraine's dream Tarangrial. That is a good the good thing to remember too, especially with the series. And also, some of the scenes could be from the accepted tests with, um, not necessarily that one, but with Nynaeve, uh, Nynaeve and Egwene, because I'm assuming by the end of the season she'll probably have done it too. Because we also saw, I don't know if you noticed her, we did also see Elaine. As yep, well. we saw Elaine. I noticed Elaine. We saw some more Leandrin and Leandrin slinking around, being mm. the dark friend that she is. And um, yeah. the other thing I want to point out, too, you said that we saw Rand going to Tyr, and he may be, be going Tyr. to Tyr, um, but we forget he might also be going to the area where the, he, he saw the uh, Sean Chan. The Falmouth Plain. Falma, yeah. um, Falma. Falma. Yes. But I wonder, I, I, I wonder though, glad you brought that up. if they're going to combine the two. Because we know they're going to be doing some shortened stuff, so I don't know if, like, Falma and Tyr are going to be merged as far as where events take place. But it looks like 
and I might be wrong, but it looks like we're going to be getting the two rock sword fight. So yes. I'm excited. And that, that looked, I was, when he, when they show the quick scene where he's pulling out the sword, I'm like, yes, yes. that's going to be so cool. Yes. So I'm excited. I'm also interested to see how they're going to show Rand's training more with it. Yeah. It, um, it looked because like, like, I mean, he got trained a little bit, but not like, yeah. Sword master level. No, no. Um, I wonder if what will happen is they'll have him talking more with Luce Theron inside mm. and like start like harnessing some like that Luce Theron training or like that he uh, that he had there um, to master the power. Because I know we also did see a certain someone getting close and cuddly with Rand here. So do we want to mention that at all? Celine, yeah, you we mean have Celine? Celine, who, uh, <laughs> aka Lanfear, aka Lanfear, yes, who, um, you were saying you believe is that woman who was drenched in blood. I do in the trailer. I I believe that Lanfear is like the the witch who like you see kind of like rising up, drenched in blood, like coming yeah. out of the boar or whatever, um. Mm. I know we're kind of jumping all over the place here, but I want to go back. There's just so much. Yeah. I want to go back to the start of the trailer where Moraine says, we didn't defeat the dark one. We released him. Yeah. And I think that's intriguing because they didn't technically release the dark one, but they released uh, one of the chosen Shamael. Yes. And I think it's interesting because if you saw, he did make an appearance a couple times in the trailer. There was one point where he just has the pow- the Dark One's power kind of wrapping around him. And you could tell it was different because of the coloring. Right. And then the Sean Chan, he was sitting like, he, or he was standing next to Two Rock. Mm. I don't think uh, I and I thought that, that was so thing, neat so because good. I'm like, oh, it's so intriguing. He's pulling strings. Yeah. yeah. And they're showing that. Mm. And I think that's really cool. I think it makes a lot more sense. Like if Ishamael is like pulling the strings of the Sean Chan about why the Sean Chan have Rand captured. Because it looks like they are the people that have Rand strapped to that wheel. Um, at least that was one of my one of my guesses, is that they are the people that did Or it's that. a dream. Or it's a dream. Probably it's a dream. Yeah. I mean, that's the fun thing about the Wheel of Time, is that there's so many dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're so vivid, so a lot of this could be from a dream. I think it's intriguing, though, that he's there, because remember in the books, Rand does fight him above the skies yeah. in Falma. Yeah, yeah. So they could be setting up for that. And I'm excited to see that too because I really want to see how that scene plays out in live action just because of how fantastical it sounds in the books. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it, absolutely, it absolutely is very fantastical. But one so, thing as well is I think this all but confirms that Gaul is not going to be in the series, at least to the same extent and it seemed to me that Avienda was going to be somewhat taking kind of t- his picking up place. His, yeah. Which, honestly, it, it that's not a huge loss in terms of, like, when we think about having to cut characters and cut a lot of the, not fluff in the books, but cut as much down as possible to turn this into... Like a streamlined version? Yeah, streamlined version. Like, he is someone that could go on the chopping block and it's not the worst. You could merge him with Avienda and get the same, similar results. Yeah, I guess I'm just, like, thinking about, like, things that happened down the road, like, during the last battle about the role Gaul plays um, with helping Perrin. 
But I do yeah. feel like that there is some room for alteration within that because that is one of, unfortunately, one of the weaker parts of the last battle is parent. But Agreed. that's getting way ahead of ourselves. Now, speaking of parent, though, I do think his wolf brotherness is going to be definitely highlighted in this season and hopefully brought to the forefront in a lot of ways. Agreed. Since they did they dedicated a good chunk of the trailer to it. Like, you know, at yeah. least when we think about it, cause they didn't even really, they showed Matt for one hot second standing there looking at the dagger. Well, showed him again with like a it. spear in his hand, like ah, coming down, like stabbing something. Okay. 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 I didn't notice it. that slipped me, but yeah, they didn't really, you know, they didn't really highlight him at all. So mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. And I think that shows too, probably there's going to be more focus on, uh, Perrin, Rand, Moraine, and also the the girls in the towers storyline before they end up at Falma because I think that we saw that we saw a little bit of that. Uh, can we just also take a moment and just the Sean Chan? While not quite what I pictured in my head, love that they've got like you know the the BDSM gear. <laughs> um, you know, love that they have that and. You saw that they had their items and they were using the power very viciously. Oh, yeah. They were straight so up attacking and murdering people with that power. Yeah. Which is what they should be doing. Pretty because the Sean Chan use people who have access to the one power as slaves, as warrior slaves. And the yeah. Sean Chan are very problematic when we think about them in that regard. But oh, yeah. at the same time, the Sean Chan, they are, they're so interesting because of how they, they operate, but they were not what I was picturing. What we, what we're getting is not what I was picturing when I was thinking about the Sean Chan in the books. However, mm-hmm. as we see them more and more, I feel like I'm going to start to be able to accept it and everything with them. The one thing I really want to see with the Sean Chan though is if they try to do a Sean Chan accent or if they just have people talk normal because it sounds like they're going to yeah. have folks talk normal. Which, honestly, I don't mind. I was, uh, Alexis and I watched 65 million or whatever with Adam Driver. It's the movie where he, it's almost like kind of Planet of the Apes except dinosaurs. Sure. But in that movie, they have a little girl be the only other survivor except for Adam Driver and he, they're trying to get to escape pods so they can leave she can't speak the same language as him. And I was like, after the movie, I was like looking at, I looked at Alexis. I was like, I I think honestly that hurt the movie in a lot of ways, not being able for them to have dialogue and talk the same language. It it was, it was pointless. It didn't drive the plot further in any way, shape or form. Her not being able to, it was just an extra hurdle that just, that didn't help anything. It didn't make it, it didn't make it any more interesting. It actually would have been better if they could have talked because then um, we could have gotten more of their each of their stories through their conversation. See, I almost disagree, though, with you about Sean Chan and their accent, because they do speak the same language, so they're understood. Just the way that they talk, like the long, slow, drawn-out conversational um, language that they use there, it's almost an identity for them. Like, people can tell you're Sean Chan because of this. And so... Like, having that be a part of who they are and being stripped away, I feel like 
while it will make it more watchable because it could be a little cringe, like if the accent sucked <laughs> and they just uh, tried to use it anyway. I think that it yeah. will hurt things a little bit unless they have it so that other characters can tell the difference and identify them as Sean Chan, but we, the audience, just hear normal uh, normal conversational points. I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah. Um, but my my point was just kind of like you, you sort of had said it. It just, it really doesn't, outside of that one nuance, being able to tell they're different because of their the sound like or like their accent outside of that it doesn't really move the plot forward in any way shape or form yeah so and also too i would worry that trying to create an accent that doesn't really exist in the real world uh (laughs) might um be problematic very true Uh, very true also too if they took any pre-existing accents that are already in the world that would also be problematic because then you're you're pushing um, a possible group of people. Yeah, to represent the slave race, basically. Yeah, yeah I totally yeah. get that. So, totally get that. That's why I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Robert Jordan yeah, did was, say they had a Texas accent. So <laughs> that mm, could have been funny, but mm-hmm. I would not have enjoyed that in my fantasy show. But talking about no. Matt really quick as well, if we think back to The Great Hunt, which is the book that this season is theoretically based on, Matt yeah. wasn't a huge part of that. A big part no, of the wasn't. great hunt for Matt was him like being sickly dealing and with yeah, dagger. dealing with the with the dagger withdrawal. And it seems like that they're, they're going to go with that, which is good. Um, which is good. I just hope that by the end he does kind of make his way into meet with at least Perrin yeah. because Rand doesn't come back into the group until until after book three, Dragon Reborn, yeah, the end of book yeah. three. Yeah. So I kind of hope they do keep that. That's and wrong. He doesn't it seems? Rand does come back in the group at the very end of book two after the fight at Falma, uh, where Min kind of nurses him again. and like then reintroduces him into the group at the start of book three. But then he like leaves right, right at the start of book three. So because he's like, gonna, I'm going to make the prophecies right, happen. Right. And he goes to tear. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So talking. So, and they could do that. Talking really quick about Moraine. It seems like mm. her not having her power her being stilled, if you will, is going to linger. And I don't see her getting her powers back. Um, this Until the end of the season, maybe? I was going to say this season. I don't know if she'll get her powers back oh. this season. I think she will by the end. Yeah. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if when Rand fights Ishamiel. Ishmael? Ishamiel, yeah. Ish- if Ishamiel. when he defeats him, it unlocks Moraine's power it, again. Like, it, yeah, it removes mm. the shield. Because I'm, I'm thinking it's just a shield. Okay. I'm hoping it's a shield because if she was stilled by it, that'd be really bad. Because I mean, if she is shielded, it would feel the same, pretty much the same, yeah, right? Yeah. Like if it's a tied um, off, shield. especially since she can't, you she know, can't see the she weaves. can't feel, yeah, and maybe or see, yeah, she can't. Maybe Rand will be able to eliminate the shield from her if it is indeed yes. a shield, unless it was done with the true power. Because you saw he went, he went. It seems like I the reason I keep saying I think he went to Tarvon is because one his audience with um Swan is, uh yeah Swan Shanche and then he was also talking to um not Mazram Time who's the Logain. other Logain Logain yeah. yes I want to be able to control it asking him and so I'll be intrigued what part Logain makes and it, honestly it makes more sense too that Rand did do that 
because he need, he was struggling to try to control it in the books. And he was like, I need someone to teach me. And, you know, eventually we know he gets a teacher. If he could have tapped into, like, Loghain earlier on. I mean, you got to remember, though, at this point, Loghain is a shell of his former self, has been yeah. stilled, and or has been gentled, rather. And he has no will to live up until yeah. events later transpire. But... I don't know. I also um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Rand choking Moraine and slamming her against the wall. Again, could be a dream. Or it could be something else, you know. Yeah. I I hesitate to get in on some of the like that like that scene specifically because I'm like, I feel like there's something it. context and I feel like there could be something mm. missing. Like there could be that could be Lanfear like doing something to Moraine. You know, you're not going to control him anymore. I am. Mm -hmm. Something like that. And we could be missing all that. Or it could even be like Leandrin doing something. You know, there's just so much we don't know. So much we don't know. Which is which is great. But, and I mean, I'm sitting here smiling because I'm like excited because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I want to figure it out. And then halfway through when we're doing these episodes, I'll probably be like, they did this. I can't believe they did this. Yes. Part. Right now, let's, let's enjoy like the high of being excited about season two of Wheel of Time. I think just to kind of put a bow on it here, I think all in all, there was a lot of really promising things that we saw in the trailer. I know I, I got hyped. The music in the background well, mm, not what I would have chosen <laughs> myself. Oh, I thought it. I thought I was like, oh, this is. I'm vibing. It's incredibly this. This modern, like... and that's the only issue I take with it. Oh. Is just because I kind of like my high fantasy, which I consider yeah this to be real time, pretty high mm. fantasy to have kind of More old timey instrumentalist like ah, or like that ah, exactly. Exactly. Give me like yeah. my classic fantasy, like humming and like high points that you get from like Lord of the Rings with Peter Jackson and everything. But getting back to on point here, even though it's not the song I would have chosen, I thought it was really good because I thought it did blend with the just the style the really well. and everything quite well. Mm -hmm. Again, even though I wouldn't have gone as modern if I was going to pick. But yeah, yeah. all in all, I, as I. I already said I didn't mind. I know. All in all, I'm quite excited. I, I'm i happy to feel excited mm, about this I. because I was not so excited after we watched season one about season two and what that could look like. Yeah. But Need to rewatch season yeah. one. We, we do. We will. We will, uh, we will be masochists and torture ourselves. Uh, but I sincerely hope as much of an issue as I had with season one that Rafi and everyone involved with Amazon are able to turn this around and just produce quality Wheel of Time television because if they do, right. we'll all be happy and we'll all be better for it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited and I'm really happy or really interested to see how they incorporate some of the new characters, mm -hmm. what characters they may leave yeah. out, whether we have issue with them. Uh, like I was telling you when we were watching the trailer, I think that they're bringing in Elias, uh, the other wolf brother that... The only, well, there's two. The elder wolf, brothers. wolf brother. Yeah, the elder wolf brother, uh, who teaches Farron a lot. I think they're bringing him in in a way that may make sense. Like, he's going to be leading the party with Perrin there and possibly teach him. And then maybe he'll leave partway through and then Perrin will lead them the rest of the way. Mm -hmm. 
So I'll be interested to see because honestly, it would make a lot of sense for Elias to take that position and remove Kieran. Um, Kieran. Because on like Kieran doesn't really do much after this outside of escort um, some other character like escort nine even um, them later on. Yeah, and they could replace him with Huron, no. That's not and it Huron would still be that does that. Uh, sorry, they could replace. Yeah. Oh gosh. There's so many characters they could re- in real time. <laughs> I know. But they could replace, honestly, that character, he, the Huron type character, which is with you know, Elias? There's another one. With God, Elias. That'd be so out of Elias' character to do that. But I know what you're saying. Maybe. Like they could condense if they really needed to. But I, I feel like you said we were on the right track there because I think that Huron, even if he has his fans, isn't a non-essential character. He's in the great hunt. He's in the, I forget which book it is, but when he leads the the Borderlanders down to meet Rand, and then he he dies in the final, the last battle, and those are the only three times we see Huron, non-essential character, very minor mentions in those last two appearance, appearances. I mean, there's just going to be one less person calling Rand Lord in this season if that's what uh that's what it comes down to which isn't a terrible thing yeah all right anything else you want to get in mike before we get out of here no i'm excited for september and watching this uh i'm gonna be interested didn't read in or look up anything yet but how they release the episodes if they're gonna do one a week i hope it's one a week or if they're gonna start with maybe one or two episodes and then do one a week you know that kind of thing yeah I assume they'll do one a week because that's what they did with the first season, really, and that's what they did with uh, Lord of the yeah Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Rings of Power. <laughs> all right. Well, with all of that being said, we are pumped to be getting what looks like entertaining, at least Wheel of Time television. Super excited to see where this leads. But this is going to be two nerds signing off. See ya. See ya. The wheel weaves as the wheel wills.